0: Welcome to the Debt-Free Physical Therapy Podcast, where we'll discuss different ways to conquer your debt, earn more money, and become financially free. And here's your host, Dr. Emma Shapiro. Welcome to the Debt-Free Physical Therapy Podcast, where I teach you how to become debt-free as a physical therapist. And in this podcast, we are going to be talking about how to become debt-free using the career route of traveling therapy. And specifically in this episode, I'm going to share with you my story on how I got started as a traveling physical therapist. And I'm also going to go in depth into should new graduates start as a traveling physical therapist right off the bat. I'm going to share with you a story today, and that story is how I became a traveling therapist. So I discovered the career of traveling therapy, and I'm a physical therapist, so this was specifically traveling physical therapy, really by accident. I graduated in 2014 and found an amazing job and started working. I was the lead therapist as a new grad, so that was awesome. I had a great salary. I had amazing patients. I worked with veterans, which I've always wanted to do, and that's just my my passion And even better, it was so close to home, I was walking to and from work, and it was just an amazing setup. I had great patience, a great work-life balance, and I could walk to work. There pretty much wasn't anything any better than this. Unfortunately, my boyfriend graduated shortly after, and he began his own job search, and he's a molecular biologist, and unfortunately, they only get to work in certain hubs, And so even though he applied to many jobs, he found a job in New York. So after this really hard decision of would I go with him or not, I decided to leave my job after only just graduating and only just starting to work and move with him to the East Coast. Now, during the months preparing for the move, I really, really wanted to find a job. Um, I need that security in my life. And so I spent countless hours before and after work researching job opportunities. I was calling on my way to work. I was interviewing for positions during my lunch hour. I was emailing therapy directors in the evenings. I was working day and night to job hunt for something um, when we moved to the East Coast. And after months later, after applying for so many positions and really with the move across the nation looming and coming to a close, I really had to make some hard decisions. Now, I did receive several offers to interview in New York and New Jersey, but They weren't going to pay for me to go out there. I had to. So I had to pay for the flight, the rental car, the hotels, all of this. And that was going to be several thousands of dollars. And even then, it's a competitive market. Why would they choose me, who's all the way across the country, when they could have someone right in their backyard? So I didn't think that that was a smart decision. And so I started to branch out. And that's when I stumbled upon traveling physical therapy. Now there were a lot of doubts I faced initially. You know, I I was skeptical about this concept. I didn't know if really I should apply to speak with these companies. My graduate school had never talked about it. My peers didn't really know that much. My teachers didn't know anything, and so there really wasn't any relatable and trustable advice. And so going into that, not only did I have this move across the nation, um, but also I didn't have a job, and I was potentially venturing into this really different path and I was anxious and I was doubtful, but I will admit that I'm so happy that I did this. I was weary of the various travel companies. They're also called travel agencies and I really didn't know if they had my best interest at heart. But after all these years of speaking with them and working with them, there are really a lot of great people and so you just have to find that needle in the haystack, find that great recruiter and great company. And this is an amazing career route. But uh, talking about that apprehension, I was hesitant and apprehensive. So we actually flew across the nation and I am in the hotel room. Our stuff is in the midst of coming. We're in this hotel. Not only am I trying to interview for permanent positions as well as traveling positions, and and but I'm also trying to navigate this brand new state in New York and New Jersey. And I was, you know, leaving my family and, and recovering from that and trying to figure out if traveling was right for me. And so I was interviewing permanent and traveling positions. And I remember when I finally got my first assignment, I was on the bed of the hotel. And I had just interviewed, it went really well. And the next day I got a call and they were like, you know, do you want to take this position? They really like you. They want you to come on. And I turned to my boyfriend and I said, I really don't have any acute care experience. I don't know if I should do this. This is a big risk. It's travel. It's not permanent. You know, we just moved here. Should I maybe try to find a more stable position? And he gave me the best advice. And he said, it's only 13 weeks that's so short of time. You've passed your PT school. You've passed the rigorous exam. You can do anything for three months. And so I said yes to the assignment and I began working. And ever since then, I haven't looked back and it has been Obviously, there are ups and downs, but it has been an amazing experience, and that's really why I am also talking about it, to share this experience and share the pros and cons and how and why and when you should know if you should travel. So in the first episode, I gave you three positions to really change your life and to become debt-free, and they were per diem, contract, and traveling. So what I want to do now, I, I went over a little summary of traveling, but I'm going to give you more in-depth information. But first, I want to talk about should new graduates do travel healthcare? Because I think a lot of people, especially new graduates, look into this because they're still new. They're just starting. They haven't settled down with a family. They don't have a house. And so they they are able to travel. So I want to go in-depth into that now and talk about how to know the pros and cons If you should, as a new graduate, travel. So many people ask this question, should new graduates travel? And it really depends on the following. It depends on maturity, your professional school, and I'm going to go into details, your internships or your clinicals, organization, motivation, work ethic, confidence, your ability to be a team player, and many, many more. But those are the main ones that I think of when I think of should someone as a new graduate travel or not. So let's go into those in more depth. So first is maturity. So maturity, it's important to have that as a traveler because you are essentially, you're an independent contractor. You're your own boss. Your attitude on your assignments and with different professionals dictates your success as a traveler. You know, your ability the healthcare field, it's very stressful. So your ability to handle various situations in a mature fashion will really help help you press the employees that you work with and much more than other career paths, you are the captain of your career. So you have to make complex and difficult decisions about where and when and what cities and settings and, and how to get there for traveling. And so that takes a lot of maturity to be able to weigh the pros and cons and and really go in deep and ask yourself, what are your goals? What can I handle? What can I not handle? And choose different assignments, choose travel companies, choose your career based on that. So that's maturity. You have to have it as a traveler to be able to work with so many different people and make really complex decisions about your career. Next is your schooling. And the reason why I add this here is because the quality of your schooling can partially dictate your skills and as a result, how comfortable you will be working independently upon graduation. So in traveling, you are expected to start treating pretty much right away. There, Some jobs will have some more orientation time. They'll have some shadowing time, but a lot of jobs are going to expect you day one to be able to start treating. And so you really need to have your skills be up to par. And your schooling does dictate where and how how well your skills are. You know, So if you went to a school and maybe you didn't try that hard or maybe it wasn't a good school, you don't have the skills that may show in your traveling assignments and you may struggle and you may be stressed and you may not be able to carry as well of a caseload. You may not be able to work as well with those patients and it may be difficult. But that being said, I know a lot of excellent therapists who went from, you know, say lower ranked schools and they're amazing. And I also know some therapists where it's like, how did you get into that top school? So I believe school does make an impact, but it doesn't make the student. You make yourself, and the quality of your education will only partially impact your abilities, but it will somewhat. Next, in the same realm of that is internships. So I feel like internships or clinicals really shape your abilities because that's mimicking real world experience. If your internships or clinicals were thoughtful, intelligent, you had clinical instructors that basically pushed you to handle a full caseload and push you to be an independent practitioner, then you're going to feel really confident performing traveling as a new graduate. Now, if you had clinicals where they held your hand more, maybe only saw a couple patients, you really never went and became independent, then I think you want to spend more time in a job, in a permanent position before you branch into traveling. Next is organization. You are the captain of your career with traveling. You have to monitor your state license, your continuing education, your tax home qualifications when your travel assignment begins and ends. Now, you do have some support staff in your travel company, but about 80% of the time you are your own boss. And therefore, organization is paramount to becoming a successful traveler. So if you're all over the place and you can't keep your head together and you're working and you're feeling overwhelmed... Traveling may not yet be right for you. Now, I always say yet because you can mature and you can change and you can grow this organization. And also, if you struggle with that, you can ask your recruiter and they may be able to give you more guidance and help. They may be able to communicate with you more often, making sure that you have those checkpoints and that you have those preparation points in place. Next is motivation. So as a traveler, you are pretty much independent. So you have the ability to make your own work schedule and decide how many vacation days you want off. Do you want breaks in between your different assignments? And so for myself, in in the last two years, I haven't had any unplanned downtime in between my assignments. I've been able to work pretty much back to back you can do that or you can take more time. It's up to you. You can work as little or as much as you want to as a traveler. And but your motivation to find assignments and to communicate with your recruiter and to plan ahead will pay will play into impact when you're having your traveling career. If you're not motivated, if you're not organized in pushing forward then maybe you're not going to be always working and always having assignments. And even your employers will notice that you're not motivated and they may not want you back. But if you're motivated and hardworking as a traveler, then you'll definitely be asked back to assignments. Next is work ethic. As a traveler, you are expected in the first several days to a week to hold a full caseload. As a new graduate, you may not yet be the best with, say, documentation or knowing every diagnosis. And as a result, this may mean sacrificing your lunch hours to complete your notes and spending evenings researching diagnoses and treatments. If you're not hardworking and if you're not willing to do a little bit of sacrifice to improve your career as a traveler, especially as a new graduate, then this may not be right for you. You have to come in knowing that there's going to be some pretty heavy demands on you and you have to be up for that challenge. Next is confidence. As a new graduate, you may be expected to perform duties that are maybe new to you or treat diagnoses that are new to you. If you have the capability to ask questions, demonstrate confidence in new situations, then that's a key trait for travelers and you'll likely be successful. But if you're really shy, if you internalize, if you're not willing to get outside of your comfort zone, and ask questions and try to learn, then you may not be as successful in this career. Lastly, and there's definitely many more, but I just am going to leave it at eight so I don't overwhelm you, is that my number one advice is to be a team player. That's number eight, is to be a team player. Whether you're a new or experienced therapist, it's so important to treat your traveling settings as a permanent position As you are one of the team, and if you act like that and you help everyone, whether it be the therapists, the aides, the nurses, the doctors, the support staff, the secretaries, the janitors, everyone will be saying, oh, she's great. Hire her. Have her come back. And the hiring managers, the supervisors, they will hear that and they will see that and they will ask you back. And as a team player too, if you do that, you will have better mentorship. So as a new grad, if you're willing to help that one person or go get that and do that, people are going to see that and be like, hey, do you want help with that manual skill? Or I saw you were, were having trouble ace wrapping that patient. You know, let me help you. People are going to help you if you also help them. And being a team player is so vital in that. And this is not just for travelers, but for your life in general. Now even if you meet all these traits and you are an amazing and outstanding new graduate, you may still have some difficulties finding a job as a traveler. And that's what I want to segue into now is to give you some awesome tips and tools to help you succeed as a traveler as a new grad. One is to find companies with mentorship programs. When you have mentorship programs in place already, then you can go and you can reach out to that therapist and you can ask them clinical and non-clinical questions. And it's so valuable because maybe you're shy and maybe you don't want to speak to the people at that assignment. Maybe you don't want to come off as a newbie. So you can do that privately in a mentorship call, in a clinical call. And there are several companies that offer those programs Next is that maybe if you're not quite ready for traveling or if you're struggling to find a job, maybe do a little bit of a permanent work first, you know, say six months to a year, gain that experience, gain that mentorship through working and then find traveling. You'll find once you have a little bit of work underneath your belt, a lot of positions will be much more apt to hire you because they know that you've already been trained somewhat and they won't have to train you as much. And then lastly is I know this is a debt-free focused podcast, and so if you don't want to do a permanent job, then remember I talked about contract therapy. So instead of getting those traditional permanent positions for six months to a year, contract is perfect because it's an annual position. After you get done with that, then you can right away transition into traveling. So you'll get paid more than a permanent position, potentially, of course, but then you get that experience to then transition into traveling. And contract is just like a permanent job. There should be mentorship there. You should have real, real work experience as well. And yet you get that stability and that learning curve with it. I really encourage you and encourage new graduates to experience travel healthcare. It will improve your confidence, skills, knowledge, and really allow you to find a financial freedom that in a standard position would take years to find. The takeaway here is that if you are a new graduate with a strong skill base, good mentorship, and that you're very adaptable and a team player attitude, then you should be able to find success in traveling right away. And if you decide to travel directly after school, then try to partner with a mentorship program, either with um, a website such as myself or with a travel company that can maybe provide that mentorship. And I can even tell you those companies that help provide you that mentorship. And then lastly, you want to choose a trustworthy and experienced recruiter as well, because they are really going to give you advice too. And so if you have someone that's trustworthy and experienced, they can be your go-to, maybe not for clinical questions, but for you know, payroll questions, traveling questions, job assignment choices, they can help you with that process. So if you have any more questions, feel free to comment, go to the debtfreept.com website, look around, you can join my free mentorship program and find resources there and, and also join my Facebook group, Travel Therapy 101, where you can find video tutorials and more guidance as well. Thank you guys and let's get debt free.